Imagine suddenly without warning being forced into quarantine so you don't contaminate your family. Imagine suddenly without warning, you no longer have access to your normal emotional comforts. Imagine suddenly without warning, you have to give it to yourself. Imagine suddenly without warning, you go from invincibility to sheer panic in one week. This is my story on how coronavirus saved my life. How Coronavirus Saved My Life, Episode 10, The Manifestation. My 11-year-old daughter is the one who first introduced me to the healing properties of crystals and stones. Before the pre-coronavirus me, I thought I was engaged in listening to what people were saying, but truly I wasn't all the way. Sometimes when our kids say things or they're telling us a story, we're so busy thinking about a hundred other things, we're really not listening, we're really not in the present moment. But I've really tried to make more of an effort to do that with her, people, anyone in general. Because everybody has something to say. Everybody has a story to tell. Everybody has a lesson somewhere that I can learn from. So my daughter starts talking about this cartoon that she's watching. And before, when she said the word cartoon, I would just not even be paying attention. That's when I would just sort of tune her out. But she started talking about this cartoon, Steven Universe, and how all these people are crystal gems and they have all these powers. She started talking about the power of Garnet, one of the characters, the power of Sapphire, the power of Amethyst. And I was fascinated. Everything is energy. Everything holds a vibration. Everything holds a frequency. I wanted to go to the crystal shop immediately. So we go to the crystal shop and I pick out several different crystals and really reading about the healing properties of different things. Some crystals will help you relax. Some will give you energy. Some will help nightmares. Um, Some will help you get connected with nature. Some um, raise your vibration. I started using them during my meditations and noticed that my meditations were becoming more powerful. I was getting more insight, more downloads, um, and getting more certainty in my uncertain times. I had crystals. I brought some to my job, you know, and because working in mental health, you definitely carry those things with you. You may think, oh, you know, you've put it aside, but really when you hear people's trauma and maybe they're not taking their medication, they're screaming at you all day, you know, that affects you. So I would have crystals. I have crystals at my work to help me relax and I have them in my pocket or I'm rubbing them in my hands to help me with anxiety and not take those stories in so much. A coworker of mine um, started, you know, noticed, I noticed her crystals and I started asking her questions and she knew a whole lot. And so as I start doing meditations and I'm looking at meditations online, I see something about spirit guides and med- doing a meditation to get in contact with your spirit guide. Again, our eyes only see 
1% of what's around us or less. So with me having dreams of people that have died and different signs my whole life from people that have crossed over, it wasn't anything crazy to think that maybe there are people around us that we are born with to protect us, guide us, and even animals, different things. So I was asking my friend at work who knew a lot about crystals if she knew anything about spirit guides. And she said yes. And I asked her, do you do a meditation to get in contact with your spirit guide? And she told me, I don't know about meditation. I've been seeing them since I was four years old. I was blown away. And then she went into the story about how she almost went to this one place where there was like this massive shooting, and but her spirits told her to do something else. And so that was very powerful. But then at the end of the conversation, she told me that her spirit guides will leave her feathers whenever she's going through a rough time or she needs um, to know she's on the right path kind of thing. And I was like, wow, feathers, dang. Later on that night, <laughs> I got this alert on my phone saying that there was an Amazon package on my porch. I opened the door, and when you know it, there was a perfect mockingbird feather right there on my doormat. I could believe it. <laughs> wow. So then I started asking for feathers, and the more feathers came. I started to tell my friends about this, the feathers and the spirit guides, and they started finding feathers. It was crazy. I have a friend of mine at work, there was a feather in her shoe. Why she went to, when she came to work? A friend of mine found a feather in a car. Um, I did this meditation where I envisioned all of these feathers falling from the sky and all of my friends finding feathers. The next day, my sister-in-law sends me this video of feathers all over her yard. Crazy. Um, so that was sort of my beginning of getting into synchronization. Um, and at the same time, I also was reading about quantum physics. So Reality Unveiled introduced me to quantum physics. And basically, quantum physics is the study of the sub-particles that make up matter, like atoms and protons. And it basically, quantum physics says reality changes with observation. So basically, we all create our own reality. How cool is that? Before in the past, if I would have seen that feather on the porch... I would have said, oh, great, we have a bunch of birds coming in. They're going to shit all over the porch. I see that feather, and I go, I am protected. I'm on the right path. And how beautiful is that? And how beautiful it is that the people around me are having the same experience, the same synchronicities. Quantum physics also talks about how we are all frequency and vibration. 
Dr. Joe Dispenza said, at the subatomic level, energy responds to your mindful intention and becomes matter. So basically, what you think you are is what you are. So this sort of led me more into what manifestation is. I, before coronavirus, would listen to all of these unsolved crime podcasts and hear about all these people being murdered (laughs) and unsolved crimes. After reading Reality Unveiled, and it talks about the subconscious and how it hears everything you're saying, I no longer wanted to hear that kind of stuff. I don't want to live in a world where I'm, like, scared that if I go to a park, you know, somebody's going to kill me that hasn't been caught in 20 years. So I started looking at podcasts. Um, first was the Oprah and Eckhart Tolle um, about the ego. And then I started listening to manifestation podcasts. I didn't even really know what that meant. And the first thing I started listening to was Manifestation Babe. That completely changed my life as well. I almost even skipped over it because I thought she was just going to be talking about her business. And I was like, I don't have a business. But it was way and is way more than that. And she discusses how money money is energy. And when you are constantly worried about your finances and money and not getting it, you're, you're energetically creating resistance to it coming into your life. So I also at the same time was looking at my own money story and realized that money was a part, one of my traumas. My mother's mood would be wonderful if she got that trust fund check in the mail. If it didn't come in the mail, it was hell to pay. My dad was surrounded by successful business people, his mother, his brothers, and he's the one that's like paycheck to paycheck, hot check to hot check. (laughs) And so I had difficulty really respecting money or understanding it because I had two very distorted examples of it. I didn't ever have a really good example of somebody respecting money and talking to me about it and doing a budget. It was just always like, life is going to be great if that check's in the mail. You know what? Life's already great. (laughs) So anyways, um, I didn't even realize that, you know, money was part of my trauma stuff. Um, So, but strangely also, I was never one to always worry about money. I just always seemed to always have money in the bank, (laughs) which is cool, you know, but also I was not respecting money. So after listening to Manifestation Babe episodes, I decided I'm going to see if this is for real. (laughs) And so like when one thing that she does is whenever she goes somewhere and she always is grateful for the building, the people, you know, everything, even the people that painted the walls And she always gets her receipt and says that she will get back triple the amount that she spent. And she lets go and trusts. So I decided I'm going to do that. It was interesting because I was talking to one of my friends at work and we were talking about numerology and things. And she was talking about how she hates the number four and she doesn't know why. (laughs) 
So after work, I went to go um, get my nails done. And actually, no, I went to go get my eyebrows waxed. I hadn't had them waxed in months, you know, because of the pandemic. And um, the eyebrow wax only cost $10. But I decided I was going to tip 40 And I didn't care if she did a great job or a bad job. I was going to tip her 40 because I knew that was going to come back to me triple. Um, and it was funny because I, I was just laughing. It was just just hysterically funny to me to just tip somebody $40. I'd never done that before. Um, I always did the 15% or whatever. So as I was checking out, the guy at the front was like, oh, did you mean to do 40? And I said, yes, I'm probably, I said, I'm going to, and I said, probably, I said, I'm going to get it back. And he said, are you sure? And he already rang it through. And I said, yes, I'm going to get it back. <laughs> he looked at me weird, like, oh, she's probably going to call the credit card company or something. And I was laughing so hard by his reaction and realized she didn't even do a great job. But it was so hysterical to me to do this. I was having a really good time. So what I did is I came home and I took the receipt and I made this like money manifestation tray with my stones and wrote, you know, thank you universe for giving this back to me and just let it go. It's interesting because four days later I was in my room and I was like cleaning stuff and I found these gift cards that people had given me for birthdays, holidays and sitting there for several years. And I said, damn, you know, look at me. This is, this is me not respecting money. Money, this is, the energy of money is just sitting here. Money goes in, money goes out. And here it is just sitting here stagnant. So some of the um, gift cards were, I don't even know how old. And I basically lined them up and was like, there's no way it's, there's still like this amount of money because, you know, they, they will take them out, take money out on those gift cards after so many months or whatever. So I lined them up and I'm like, I'm going to call the gift card people and, and see what's on here. I mean, I really just expected there to be just a few bucks. I call the first card, $40. The second gift card, $44 <laughs> and kept going and going. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. This is so true. It was, it was absolutely nuts to me. And I continue to still do that is to, I have no problem believing and knowing and trusting that I will get money. It's funny, one of the reasons that held me back from getting a divorce because I was so scared of doing a budget and I was so scared of not having money in the bank. And my bank account is exactly the same amount it was when I was married. So fascinating. So, so I really started getting in more into manifestation and um, reading about the words I am, which they say, or the, the words that follow I am are the most powerful things that you can say to yourself and your subconscious. And then I started looking at Nikola Tesla and his 369 um, God theory number. He said 369 are the God numbers. And this is how he would manifest his inventions because he would write three times in the morning, I am whatever it was after I'm an inventor, blah, blah, blah. And then he would write that three times. And then in the afternoon, he would write six times, I am the inventor, blah, blah, blah. And then at nighttime, nine times. Now, it's not just only 
saying the words out loud to your subconscious. It's also your frequency and your vibration. You visualize it and you have the emotion. Because really it's not about the thing. It's the emotion you feel when it's in your life. And you live as though you already have it. And that has taken me to a whole nother level of my life of really living in a frequency of love, vibration, and sitting in the present and knowing life is great. Life is fantastic. And this has taken me to nirvana.